According to geometry, no. Oh, okay. Okay, I'm Charles, the unofficial founder of the Corner Squad. They're all God. shaking their heads yeah, because it's that's a joke. Inaccurate. It's a joke. I wasn't there, so. He wasn't there. I'm 19 and I enjoy nerding out on different things like philosophy and politics and pyrotechnics. <laughs> okay, next. I'm Stephen Davis. I'm 17. I enjoy embodying toxic masculinity for the fun of it, just because I think it's fun. As, as a joke, but also serious <laughs> at the same time. I am the official president of the Corner Squad yes. Foundation. Correct. This is true. This is accurate information. <laughs> I am Natalie, and I am 12 years old, and I am, you'll never guess, but I am the Secret Service for the Corner Squad. And that's why. That's true. That is it true. is true. What? I never voted on that. It was in the newsletter. <laughs> Didn't you get it? Okay. I enjoy food and watching TV shows. And also she's very Japanese and occasionally. She's a weeb. Bit of a, bit of a, <laughs> a, a weeaboo. Yes. Yep. Okay. okay. I prefer otaku, but. Next. Hi, I'm Anastasia, but everyone just calls me Stage. I really like cats and drawing. That's pretty much it. How old are you? I am 16. I'm Simon Davis. I'm 15. And I don't do drugs. We're not yet. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm Henley. Am I going now? Yes. Okay, yes. I'm Henley. I'm 18. I am the coolest member of the corner squad while not having why, an official title why not not true unofficial well most Fake people agree news. with me but they just like to agree with me <laughs> disagree with me on the outside but they agree with me in their hearts hi i'm haskell i'm 15 years old and i approve of this message all right <laughs> yeah very cool so we decided for our first podcast we might go over the obvious topic which is the origin story of the corner squad i think this was charles's decision I think we should also go in this in a circle because we are all going to tell a different story because we all have a different idea that of how it happened true. in our head. I think <laughs> yeah. this is a good idea because I really do think that we all tell this a little differently. Yeah. Now I, I'm yeah. going to start way back in 2015 when... <laughs> this is going to take a while, yes. And my <laughs> sisters and I, I should mention, Natalie, Stage, and I are siblings Stephen, Simon, our siblings. Allegedly. Henley, Haskell, our siblings. He's adopted. So, <laughs> but I don't know it yet. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> All right. So, my siblings and I are in the process of moving out from St. Cloud to... Beep. And after we've moved out, it's <clears throat> fall. Our mom introduced us to this idea of teen night at the Paramount in St. Cloud. And teen night was where you could go and make art stuff there's this drawing room there and in this drawing room there was this girl named henley and my sister anastasia sat next to henley this is incorrect or something this is correct no. or something False information. Hey, this is his and, version of the story and henley was like you want to be my friend because that's what henley does and then they <laughs> had their right. phone numbers and then somehow i had henley's phone number also and then we started texting as well then later we also met Simon and Stephen at Art Night, and that is an is an interesting story too because Simon sort of stood behind potted plants and took pictures of us, and we were a little bit weirded out, and at the same time kind of charmed. And, 
<laughs> and there were, there were also two other people who are important to the story of the Corner Squad, but who might often get forgotten. Well, there are three other people, technically. So these two, two of them, Seneca and Sequoia, siblings, Seneca is extremely shy, and Stage and Seneca would occasionally go off to this corner where they would just sit there by themselves and not really be a part of the group. Then the rest of the people would come to that corner, and we would all just end up spending like the last hour of art night just sitting in this corner, maybe pretending to draw, but mostly just talking with each other. And we eventually decided we needed to come up with a name for ourselves, and we decided the corner squad would be fitting, since we all hung out in the corner. Brittany is the, the last other member, and she is no longer a part of the corner squad. She was for a little bit. Now she's not really, because she ended up moving out uh, to a place far, far away and joining some sort of military organization. And now she... <laughs> that sounds really shady. <laughs> she is going throughout different states and is rarely able to meet up with us but when she does we enjoy her presence and perhaps she will one day be able to be a part of this podcast but that's the story of the corner squad steven take it away all take right two so there i was hunting wildebeest in the plains of all right so <laughs> it was probably two years prior so it would have been 2013 two friends of mine would go to the art night every week and I went over to their house one time and I saw they had a bunch of pots throughout their house and I asked where they got them because they were kind of crappy <laughs> and they're like oh we made them so I pretended that they weren't crappy and I was actually really intrigued I was like you know where did you make them because I, I, I would like to try spinning sometime and they told me about the art night at the Paramount so I would go with them for a long time and I went there you know there every week for about two years and then eventually my brother Simon joined us and those two friends stopped coming weekly and then we would sort of uh just sit there not talk to each other very often because we you know brothers don't talk as much i guess i don't know but mostly just do clay and it was it was a lot of fun we would see this other friend group would get together a lot that every week and we noticed i i knew one of them henley i knew her ymca from the ymca a long time ago probably like five years prior to that so I kind of, I knew her, but not really. And I just, I didn't know anyone else who was in the group. So I didn't engage in conversation until I think it was my 13th or 14th birthday. And Simon said that it was my birthday out loud in one of the clay rooms. And Brittany came over and gave me some potato olays as a birthday present from Taco John's. And then I went over and started talking to you guys and ditched Simon with two chicks that he talked to for the next couple weeks. <laughs> I we hated we them won't all we won't gloss over that. Yeah. And I would hang out with this group. We became friends. Eventually, Simon warmed up and he came over and joined the group as well. I don't m remember who were those two, uh, Sequoia and Seneca. Seneca. I don't remember. I remember seeing them, but I don't remember ever talking to them. Yeah. Too much because I guess they're just both kind of shy. Yeah. I knew them um, from outside of Art Night yeah. for quite some time. We did yeah. too. Yeah. I don't remember when we chose to go into the corner. I just remember that we did go into the corner all the time. Yeah. And I remember picking the name The Corner Squad, and we would spend every, you know, last bit of time from The, cor the Corner Squad in, in the corner. Also, we went to Aramax for Charles's birthday one time. Oh, yeah. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> he tore your back. I, yeah. Yeah, I threw my back out. Anyways, that's not important to the story. Natalie. Okay. Well, all I remember was, it was a long time ago, probably like five. Half five your or... life ago. <laughs> four or five years ago. We had just moved. It was pretty stressful. 
For some reason, Mom got this pamphlet in the mail from the Paramount. She got this pamphlet, and she looked at it, and she was like, All right, it's for teens. You, sh- you two should go to my siblings. I started going, and I went there. And it was fine for a couple weeks. We didn't. We just went there and did art. But then Stage met Henley, and then Simon started taking pictures of us, and we were like, what the heck, dude? And he was like, hee <laughs> Then we met Steven. And he was like, thanks for the potato lays. <laughs> <laughs> and then we sort of just oh became... Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, this is funny. So we had just become, like, friends and stuff. Charles asked for Stephen's number. And apparently Stephen, he declined it. <laughs> and then a few weeks later, he accepted. But <laughs> we started hanging out in the corner because Seneca called it the introvert's corner and she and stage hung out in there and then one time i went over there and i was like hello and they were like sure you can become a part of the introvert's corner for today and then everybody else came and we were all just sitting in there mm-hmm. and that's basically how it happened we stole the, t- the corner from seneca and sequoia yeah you also stole a, a like plastic printout of mona lisa oh i did oh my where God. did i put that i don't know it's probably somewhere in a box how do you remember that? Yeah, that's impressive. <laughs> I also used to hang up gnomes. Like, I would yeah. like, draw gnomes and hang them up. Yeah, your, your nickname was Carrot Gnome Guy. Yeah, nobody called me that. <laughs> <laughs> I did for a little while. It was in my phone for a bit. I guess okay. so. Also, cactus boy, but that, never mind. All right. I remember we had just moved, and I desperately wanted to go to art classes because I had my birthday party at an art place, and I was like, Mom take me to art classes or I will die. And she's like, they're really expensive. This is a bad idea. Can't you just learn art by yourself? And I was like, come on, I just, just, I just want to get out and do. So she searched around for a while and they were like, the people at the art place were like, well, why don't you just go to the, go to the teen night? And she was like, okay. And I remember going there. And I remember for the first hour that I got there, because it was just me, none of my siblings. I stood there for like an hour in the drawing room just watching people. <laughs> like, I would not say a word. And then finally, I saw, I, I decided to sit down next to Henley. And, of course, she talked to me and was like, why can't I hear you when you talk? Because I was so shy, I could not raise my voice at all. So then I got Henley's phone number, and we were friends. And I remember at one point, we were sitting in the playroom. And Stephen and Simon were sitting with Henley. They were all talking. They were talking about Star Wars. Stephen was making jokes. Charles and I were like laughing silently on the other table, pretending that we weren't listening in on their conversation, <laughs> but we definitely were. And I remember totally this guy, were. they were talking about Star Wars. This guy just starts playing Star Wars music. Oh, that was yeah. such a beautiful yeah, he had, like, night. Yeah, like his I will never headphones on, yeah. and then he like pulled them off and then mm-hmm. started playing the Imperial March really loudly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It yeah. was very strange, but funny. Yeah. Later, a few weeks in, I got to know Seneca and Sequoia, and then one time I went to art night, and it was just Seneca and I, and we were like, we didn't really say a lot, and we were like, there are a lot of people here. So we went in the corner and just sat there together and drew and didn't really say a lot, and we were like, this is the introvert's corner. And then next time we sat down in there, and then everybody else came, and eventually we called it the corner squad. Henley designed our logo, and that is how we became the corner squad. Also, Simon once took a photo of me 
and then put it on Snapchat and put my face as a stick figure and then put Trump next to me as a stick figure. <laughs> I never felt more insulted. <laughs> I think I still have that. Pretty sure you were so mad that I saved it. Yep. Yeah. So, how I remember it. All right. All the right. sound effects, please. So, <laughs> I just remember going to the art night with Steven and Anika Nabre. Yeah. yeah. And we I went with them. them. Yeah. We went Redact. with them for a little bit. And then they just stopped going, probably because I started going and they didn't like me. Not actually, but um, I just remember sitting always in the clay room with Steven. And we met the workers there really soon. And that was Maiku. And there were Taylor. Taylor. And then this one other girl who just ridiculously liked pineapples. I think oh, I still yeah. have her Snapchat on my phone, which that's is kind of weird. Yeah, that's really weird. So we used to just talk to them a lot. And I just remember like going down, sitting, and I, we'd make clay for like basically the entire time. It's like a four-hour period. Yeah, four hours of just making clay. And that's all we did because at that point there was no five really... Five to nine. There was no six, really... Six, um, oh, oh. No, we, we always got there at five. Oh. We got there early. Okay, yeah. sorry. We should start getting there. But there was no other things that we'd do because we were too young for wood turning and glass mm. is scary. I ended up cutting <clears> my <throat> hand there. None of them were there to uh, see that terrifying moment. But it was very painful. So yeah, we would sit at that okay. table with... My Koo and Taylor and Pineapple Lady. And, <laughs> and I remember we were making something, and Steven decided he wanted to go into the drawing room or something. So he leaves, and then later he came back with Henley. And then, well, he, not come back with Henley, but they were kind of just like, like you Henley would hover around weird, the man. table. <laughs> what? I said you had to make it weird, man. Yeah, sorry. Uh, Henley would kind of just hover around the table and talk to us. And then I just remember seeing Charles and Anastasia on the other table. I don't remember Natalie being there. I no? I, I, I was there. I was just really tiny. So oh, probably okay. Didn't see me. <laughs> <laughs> so I just remember seeing Charles and Anastasia, and they were kind of looking at us as we were talking. So I was kind of like, what are they doing? So as like my, like, oh, hi, I realize that you guys are spying on us kind of thing, I started taking pictures of them, <laughs> like jokingly, like selfies with them in the background. And then they just kind of like laughed it off. And then Steven joined them, but I stayed there with my Koo Taylor and Pineapple Lady. And then I would just jokingly, because I thought it was really funny, me taking pictures with them because I didn't know them. I would hide behind plants, clearly in obvious sight, and I'd take pictures of them. And then I don't know how it really happened. It just slowly but surely, I started hanging out with them because I got very, very lonely with just Aww. the <laughs> the workers. They were super nice people, yeah. but they also had adult humor. So I kind of tried to branch away from them. So then I started hanging out with you guys who have very clean humor. Yeah. yeah. No no bad jokes among us. You can listen to this podcast around your parents. Yes. Oh, yeah, yes. for sure. Definitely. And then just it kind of slowly but surely became the corner squad. Wait, we hung out in the... hang on. Who's our do target we, audience? Do we actually want to say that? That you can listen to this podcast over on your parents? Parents won't want to listen to this podcast. Yeah, your parents yeah. won't want to listen to this, but we won't <laughs> say, won't we won't say any this. naughty words. So... I just remember us hanging out in that one corner. I think Stage brought us in. 
and we were just kind of like sitting there and we just doodle and then we were like oh we got to come up with a cool name well we just sit in the corner so we're the corner squad i don't remember who said that it was one of us and then slowly but surely we're like wait we gotta come up with a logo I just remember all of us sitting in the corner trying to draw logos, mm-hmm. and that they took were a all long just time. They, they were all like really they were yeah. so bad. We were all really focused on making incorporating the number seven because yeah. originally yes. there were seven of us, yeah, which yeah. is a yeah. bad idea. And it was yeah. terrible. And then I wasn't there for this point, but they went to Henley's house, right? I don't know. And then you came up with the logo. She no, I, I came up time. with it on my own. Yeah. I, like, okay. I was at home by myself, and I came yeah. back the next week with it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I wasn't there to see it for the first time, but I remember getting, like, pictures sent to me, and I'm like, this is just genius. Yeah. Like, how did no, we right? not come up with just this? Just so you know, the logo is a is a cube. It'll be shown, probably. Yeah. <laughs> it's a cube <laughs> with a corner cut notes. off. Yep. It'll be the front. It'll be, like, yeah. you know, like It'll the album yeah. cover. It's the yeah. logo. Uh-huh. I made it. Congrats. Henley's a genius. But then we just started hanging out a lot. And here we are now. Here we are now. To this day. Actually, when we started hanging out, we didn't know everyone else was homeschooled. Did we? We That was was kind of all of our, like, own secret. Like, we kind of didn't want to say it because homeschoolers are awkward. (laughs) And then one of us was like, um, actually, you know, I'm homeschooled. It was one of us brought it up. And then all of us were like, oh, yeah, actually, we're homeschooled, too. (laughs) And so it was, like, kind of coincidence. It was really funny. I, I knew the Davises so yeah. from a homeschool thing. Like with the YMCA, that was a homeschool mm-hmm. group type yep. thing. So I knew that you two were homeschooled, and you knew that we were homeschooled. And I think that Pascal <coughs> and I, that you guys were homeschooled, but I don't know if everybody knew that everybody else was homeschooled. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the people who met each other. we might have all known that we were homeschooled, but, but not, not together. Right, not <laughs> in unison. Right, yeah. 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 I think that's how it worked. Anyway, I have a really, really terrible memory when it comes to, like, memories. But I remember... <laughs> Fact, official statement. That is true. That is my official <laughs> statement. I knew the Davises, like Stephen said, from the YMCA when I was, like, right after I'd moved to Minnesota. I was probably nine or ten. I don't know. We just had a really fun time. I remember hanging out with them. And then later, I met them again through their dad, who's a chiropractor. That was kind of fun. Several years after that, I saw them at art night at the Paramount after I'd already met the, the minors. And there's a bit of a debate on whether who introduced who in terms of Anastasia and I. I think Anastasia sat down next to me, but I started talking. Oh, definitely. I would not have talked first. Okay, so, <laughs> you kind of so the argument's ended now. We agree. So I met Anastasia. I've been going for probably a year before Anastasia, maybe a little bit more, but I've been going for quite some time. And then Anastasia showed up and we started talking and hung out and then I met Charles through Anastasia since they're siblings and I don't know we just became friends and we'd hang out every Thursday night we didn't really hang out outside of that but we'd hang out every Thursday night and then I saw the Davises show up and I went over and talked to them because I remembered hanging out with them when I was younger and I don't know we kind of got together as a group and then hung out in the corner as has been previously mentioned and like 30 million times right and originally originally it did include Seneca and Sequoia but they weren't super interested in being a part of it I don't think that was kind of well they just they were never a huge fan of the art night thing. Right, that's the thing. They didn't really want to be a part of the corner squad. Right. Well, they they enjoyed our company and they wanted to do that, but they, right. for one, they didn't put a whole ton of effort. That's into what I'm it, saying. Which is okay. They kind of passively like, were yeah, members. Yeah. And and They're like also Charles, very mentioned, hard to get a hold of. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, because none of them you can get in touch with. And like Charles said, Brittany was a member as well. I mean, she still kind of is technically. But since she is in the military now, she is never around, and I haven't seen her in a really long time. Do you have more to add? I don't like, think so. I okay. mean, we started hanging out, and we've done 
a lot of stuff since then. We've even gone on a couple of like day trips, but yeah, that was kind of the origin story. Yeah, Haskell was not an original member. We added him later, so I I'm interested to hear what Haskell would say <laughs> about how he was pushed into being a corner right, squad. Right, the corner member. squad in his eyes. Yeah, we'll we'll hear from him now. How I understand it is, I went to art night, I think a few times, but not very often. And then I went there one time, and Charles was there, and I wanted a friend, so I tried talking to him, and he completely ignored me. And then, Oops. and so that was my first experience with Charles. <laughs> <laughs> and then I really never heard anything of the Corner Squad, except for Henley having fun with them. Later, Henley said, hey, they, uh they were talking about me being in the corner squad which was really weird because i didn't know any of them so i thought about it for a few days and then i decided sure i was really glad he said yes because i'd already bought him a t-shirt <laughs> so <laughs> the thing was it was actually uh, from my perspective i brought it up to the corner squad and i was like it took me a while to decide to even bring it up because i thought I don't want to ruin the dynamic, but also Haskell doesn't have any friends because he's too quiet. So I wanted to, I wanted to invite him to the group because he knew all of the members of the Corner Squad. He just wasn't like an mm -hmm. official member. I I thought about it long and hard. I even talked to my parents about it a little bit. Like, will this ruin the dynamic of the group? I don't know what I'm gonna do. And I finally brought it up in the group, and they were all. I said, How would you guys feel about Haskell maybe joining? And you all were just like, Yeah, that sounds like fine. You're supposed to think about this more. Don't just say yes. And I was more conflicted, and I was the person who even brought it up. We eventually all decided that Haskell would make a great addition to it, and I already got the t-shirt so that was cool we just needed seven members you know it's just the perfect yeah. yeah yeah also if you want corner squad merch link in bio Ooh. yeah Ooh. nice yeah that'll be weird if we someday saw someone wearing a corner squad t-shirt that'd I mean, be that'd be a crazy moment. honestly i would probably jump them and like take it back and assume they stole it from charles and <laughs> like his body's in a dumpster somewhere so if you wear the like, corner squad merch you can buy it but you will be assaulted by steve <laughs> 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 and his secret be, service yeah, yeah that would not be a pleasant because experience drive by in a subaru outback <laughs> <laughs> maybe we have like the logo flipped so that it's not the OG T-shirts. No, we'll oh. just we'll, we'll just send them out. But like we can each have like the logo, but like a little design like in the logo. You know, like you U.S. flag, uh, Kauai something or other. I don't know. Okay, something you know, know what I did? I tried to do that. I will try again. But I was getting infuriated at yeah. the process of trying to make an American flag on it. Cause like you have to get the stripes right, and it's a cube. Well, what if? What if you just took like that as like a stencil and then like put it over top of American flags that it was like looking through a window in that shape? Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah. I tried to Possibly. make holiday themed corner squad logos. I did a couple. I, I did yeah, a jack-o'-lantern yeah. one and cool. a present one. Yeah. yeah, those were cool. And then I did one that was just like green and I had like Christmas lights on it. What mm -hmm. I really I want Christmas is corner squad oh. t-shirts that we can just have our name on the back. That'd be kind of oh, cool. Like I a jersey kind of. Or, or just our oh, Yeah, about, what about like a jersey. Yeah, yeah. What about Corner Squad sweatshirt? Only yes. Henley has one because Haskell got one custom I made I was wearing it, yeah. but then oh, yeah. I also took the hood off because it choked me. Oh, what really? She cut off the socks. only cool part about it. <laughs> I seam ripped it. I did not cut it. Okay. Right. So it could still technically be reassembled. Yeah. I just will never do that. For our next little topic in this first episode, I think we could also discuss some of the corner squad in-jokes and stereotypes and things we have about mm. people. But those might just come out through the podcast. It's... Yeah. But maybe it's good but to, like, get them out in the open so that people Steven? don't hear me talk about mm. Indians and have get our really coming upset. Out stories. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. We should. Yeah. I think one of my favorites is April 6th thing. So I happen to be born April 6th, 2000. 
Haskell is also born on April 6th, not 2000. It, we also have a lot of similarities, Haskell and I. Very peculiar nerd. similarities. Nerd similarities. Nerd similarities. And one of these things which made me realize first that we are very, we're platonic soulmates, <laughs> is when Stephen was putting on his boots and it was taking way too long. And I was like, Stephen, I'll tie one of your boots for you. And I bent down on one knee. And I started tying, tying <laughs> one of Steven's boots. And I tied it the way I googled how to tie your shoes super fast. I tied it that way, and Haskell was standing over me at the time, and he watched me tie the shoes. And like a like, guardian angel. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Haskell the guardian angel. He asked me, did you go on Google and type in how to tie your shoes super fast. I was like, that is exactly what I did. There are so many other little April 6th things like that. One of the times we were on our day trip, we asked any person we passed on our hike if they were born on April 6th. And we didn't... We got one on April 7th and one whose sister was born on April 6th. Yeah, so we didn't catch anyone exactly on April 6th themselves. I do have a co-worker who was born April 6th and the opposite of you two. But she's a gal. But she's a gal. Oh, so so maybe it's different. Like yin and yang. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yin and yang. Yes. So Dipper and Mabel can still be born on April 6th. Oh, interesting. Yeah. That is true. We were discussing this before that that Dipper has But they weren't because we know their birthdays and it's not April 6th. Oh, really? Well, yeah. spoiler alert. Yeah. I'm yeah. never going to watch It's not that. important. Okay. One day at the art night, I uh, didn't eat dinner or lunch or breakfast, so I was really hungry. So on the way there, I got a bag of beef jerky on the way, and I was eating it at the art night, and we came across our friends, the miners, and I was like, hey, what's up, guys? And they all sort of looked up, or at least Charles kind of looked at my beef jerky, and you're like, I was like, shook. I was like, do you want a piece? He's like, oh, actually, I'm a vegan, but thanks for offering. And so then I started making fun of him for being a vegan, but in a loving way, <laughs> in a way that I don't know exactly how, but it, I like to joke about a lot of things. So I joked that his veganism gave him magical abilities that he could levitate and he was basically just a vegan wizard. So vegan wizardry, vegan magic, it's, it's, it's a commonly talked about topic yes. with, with our friend group. Oh, man. And yeah. it's all in good fun. So if you're a, a vegan... Don't don't take it the wrong way. But if you're a virtue signaling <laughs> vegan, you're not like a real vegan. You're just you know then you're a piece of garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I am also vegan. Me too. I'm not. Natalie Still. most recently in stage quite a ways before. Almost Natalie. two years. Yeah. Uh, Gosh, I love meat. <laughs> I do. Like, also, if I say something that offends you, um, keep in mind I have Tourette's, so just blame that. Yeah. I'm a seven-foot Amazonian woman. I also have very long, curly black hair and fingernails longer than my actual fingers. I look exactly like Biggie Smalls. I slightly resemble Nick Cage. I am am about like three feet tall and two inches and a half, but I'm actually five foot ten from left to right, shoulder to shoulder. So I just walk on my side. That's why I say I'm five foot ten. We're going to just describe each other. (laughs) That would actually be funny. Another trope in the Corner Squad is that Simon is sort of an Instagram model, like super Very fashionable. Much. Oh, like, yeah, definitely. And his yeah. butt is trending on Twitter. Yeah. At all yep. yes. yeah. <laughs> Wait, why am I an Instagram model? Because uh, you are. Because you're always you taking are. Snapchat <clears throat> pictures of yourself and yeah. selfies. So you're doing but it more, more than the rest of us. I have Instagram model. I have so many friends, guys. I don't even know what to say. I'm just Stop. so popular. Exactly. What, uh-huh. what yeah. a model. Uh-huh. What, 
What a influencer. <laughs> Charles <laughs> is male. He has longer-ish, is he? he has long brown hair, and he... That was nipples. Had, what what color like are your eyes? Very hot librarian. Kind of blue. <laughs> he has kind of blue eyes. Yeah, Steven like, is... A very hot librarian? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I see the resemblance. I, I mean, the glasses just pull back his hair. Yeah, just yeah. like, let your hair down, Charles. Oh. I mean, it's always <laughs> down. It's colors. always <laughs> down, but... <laughs> And then Steven is, I don't know how tall you he, guys are, but he's he like five, <laughs> very large neck muscles. He's a broad-shouldered man. This is a common thing. Just Steven today, has incredibly strong neck muscles. Just yes. today, he beat all of us with arm wrestling. Not me. He didn't only beat me. extra neck strong neck muscles. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He has short brown hair, kind of longer on the top. It's, it's like a mohawk, but if you comb right. it down, it's, it's kind of. It used to be a mohawk, did it not? Yeah. Yes, it was purple and orange, blue and red. Yeah. Wow. House. You should have done red, white, and blue. I tried. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it just turned purple. Gotcha. Oh. Natalie is the smallest of the corner squads, while also being the youngest. She had long, like dirty blonde, dark, like light brown hair, but then she cut it shorter, and then she cut it very short. So now it's kind of like shaved on the sides and longer on the top. But it's slightly wavy too. Were but it's ask? more fashionable than Stevens. That's I don't know about that. It is that's, a it is a feminine hairstyle. That's controversial. And Char- and Stevens is a masculine hairstyle, so yeah. it's different. Yeah. It's like if you were to play an RPG game and you were building your character and you chose the <laughs> oh, female version, it would yeah. be that's her hair, Natalie. and then the male, male would be mine. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a two foot difference though. <laughs> yeah. There's more than two feet. <laughs> more than two feet. Steven, like I was double. Use the exact like two Natalies stacked on top uh-huh. of each other is a Steven. Anastasia is Anastasia, and she has the same color hair as Natalie. But it was shorter than all of ours for a very long time. I actually cut my hair short because her hair was short and I thought she was super cool. But now she's growing it out and this is the second time in several years I've seen her in a ponytail, which is kind of cool. Yes. I'm just describing your hair because there's not a lot other than that to describe. (laughs) Wait, wait. Eye color. Steven. Hazel. Hazel. (laughs) Natalie. Eye color. I don't know. Blue. 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 What are yours? Like blue, but also fun fact: everybody who has that weird blue-green color, if you look really closely, they have gold around their pupils, and it's so interesting. Is that, is that yours? yours? Are you, or are you just interesting? saying that there's just interesting people like you're that? like I'm special. Uh, mine are like that, but like if you look closely at most people's eyes, they have that. Simon is um, blonder. I think your hair is naturally dark, darker, but since you're yeah. in chlorine mm-hmm. so much. Both of the Davis boys have darker hair naturally, but because they swim so often, the chlorine bleaches their hair. Simon's is kind of just a little bit fluffier. It's curly. It's like a dirty blonde. Just think Calvin Klein model with better hair. Yeah, exactly. That's what it is. You look like Calvin and Hobbes. Calvin, but older and real life. No, not that Calvin. I'm talking about that Calvin. No, he doesn't, but he doesn't. Yes, he does. Okay. Think Dennis the Menace if he was a (laughs) 15-year-old boy. (laughs) Because he used to be just like Dennis the Menace. I didn't, though. And our neighbor used to be like... Whatever the whole guy's name. Oh yeah, never. I'm Henley. I have growing out brown hair. Nobody it's like, knows your real hair color. <laughs> she'll, yeah, it, it could be anything. Honestly, it could be naturally rainbow. It's been a bunch of colors. It's growing out right now. I have brown eyes. What are that? Bangs. Green. She has bangs. St- Simon has green eyes. Pale and instead of getting tan, oh, yes. you get freckles. I so, do. Well, maybe kind you're of a redhead. I don't know. Maybe I am. I have a small amount of yeah. freckles in the summer, and every summer Henley goes. Oh my gosh, you have freckles. I did Every know. single summer, I will approach Anastasia after she's been in the sun and go, 
You have freckles. Yep. That's so fun. I get tan and then around my lips gets extra tan so it makes my teeth glowing white and it just looks bad. And then Haskell is my brother. So imagine a male version of me smaller and with short hair. That's what everyone says. He also wears glasses. Isn't he taller? Yeah. Oh, yeah. he is taller now. Gosh darn it. This is a newer thing. I mean, it happened last summer, but it was That's while I was away at camp. It did. I came home from camp last summer, and he was taller than me. Also, Haskell is like six foot four now. He's three hundred and fifty pounds of solid muscle. Well, he's I'm just seven an foot Amazonian unit. woman, remember? <laughs> so he's got to be taller than. He's probably like eight foot. Eight foot, yeah. His head brushes the ceiling no matter where he is. His nickname is. He grows just to fit a room. The head unit. brushes at the sky. Haskell, <laughs> yeah. the unit. We usually call him <laughs> Big unit. Ounce. He's about I don't know maybe unit. one pterodactyl's wingspan. <laughs> <laughs> That's a new inside joke. <laughs> yes. He's also gravy. Yeah. Gravy boy. Yeah, yeah. One of his least favorite foods is gravy, but also ate half of a bowl of it using a spoon. Because he thought it was soup at a restaurant, and he's too polite to say anything about it. Until he quietly passed it to Henley and said, is this gravy? I looked at it, stirred it, and said, yes, you've been eating And we realized he ate half a bowl of it. It was the greatest day of my life. And I told him I would mention it every day and then didn't. I knew that it was disgusting when I was eating it. But I didn't want to say it. So it's yeah. not hypocritical of me no. to say I hate gravy You're and then I ate an entire yeah, bowl. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yep. He's just a sweet little boy who doesn't want to say he doesn't like his soup. <laughs> <laughs> my mom, <laughs> mama raised him well. My mom made chicken last night and she made gravy. And I asked Haskell if he wanted a straw. We all <laughs> 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 What, what are more inside jokes? That's a good idea. I hate oh. Indians. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. might have to cut this entire bit, so just take I a, think it's okay. I take think a note. Like, we're just like, I don't actually hate it's about Right. Size. And it's not, it's Indians from the other continent, from Asia. Yes. Not, not Native Americans. I have a I lot of respect for those people. I can attest that yeah. Stephen doesn't actually hate Indians. Yeah, I oh, have no, a, I have an Indian but girl in my class. But he does swear curses under his breath every time an Indian passes <laughs> us in the mall. <laughs> it's, it's one Indian, and I don't like him. Not because he's Indian, but because... No. He's, I, I don't know. He's, he sold him a faulty watch. He sold me never a fa- No, him. so I was at the mall with one of my friends, and we walked by this dude who was selling necklaces. And he was really pushing this necklace on me, and I couldn't get away from him because I was really polite back then. I'm, you know, not rude now, but I'm yeah. less polite. <laughs> um, <laughs> I probably make children cry every day. But anywho, I ended up buying a $20 necklace from this guy. Because I, fi- I looked at the cart and I didn't see anything. I figured I'll just return it later and get my money back, you know? Um, I just felt bad saying no. So I, I buy this $20 necklace and it's this girly necklace. It's this cross with a little diamond in the middle. And I'm like, you know, if I ever get a girlfriend, I'll give her the, you know, this necklace. And then I decided, nope. So we walked around and then about 20 minutes later, we came back and I said, hey, I'd like to return this. And he goes, oh, actually, we, we don't accept returns. And then he points out this other cart down the hall in the mall that was like a good 20 feet away it was his other cart that had a sign that said no return policy i don't care it's not on this cart it should probably be on this cart shouldn't it so give me my money back and i started arguing with this indian dude for like 15 minutes trying to get my 20 bucks back and i was getting so upset that the manager came over I was not pulling a Karen moment because I didn't ask for my the manager. The manager asked for me. That's a Chuck Norris moment there. So he comes <laughs> over, and it's this older Indian dude, and I start talking to him, and he's trying to fix the situation, but I'm like, dude, just give me my freaking money back. You don't even have the sign on this cart. 
and then he's like, okay, okay, but we can, we can uh, exchange it for you. Okay, fine, I'll exchange it. And so he showed me some of their watches, and there was this nice one, you know, the nicest one out of the bunch. So I'm like, yeah, all right, I'll take that one. And so they put it on, they size it to fit me, they took the other necklace, put it back, they locked the display case, then they tell me it's $5 more. So I, you know what, here, I give him five bucks and I walk away extremely upset with another watch. And then my friend looked it up and it was illegal that he did not have the no return sign on the cart that I bought the original necklace from. So now I've got this crappy Indian made watch and it's a nice watch, it's lasted me a couple years, but I hate wearing it because of this memory. And so now, as a joke, disclaimer, I hate all Indians. That's funny because it's hard to imagine you being unable to say no to somebody and yet this whole story originates from you not being able to say no to You know, it's not that funny, though. I can see him not being able to say no to people. I, yeah, you're it's a funny aspect of his personality. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. It's but like, when he gets it's like when you think, he, when you think yeah. of somebody with giant neck muscles, you don't think you of don't somebody think who's someone like... Someone who can't say no to an Indian guy selling him a watch. <laughs> no, I, I was, must have been 13 or 14, mm-hmm. and I don't know if I've toughened up since then or if I've just become more of a jerk. I think but. you're just more, like, not so insecure. I I mean, I didn't know you super well back then, but I think it's just a little bit more, like... I have grown in my confidence, You know what's up. Yeah, mm-hmm. confident. You're more yeah. subconfident. Mm-hmm. You're I call people buff. out, except my professors, because they affect my grade, and whether or not I disagree with them about communism, and if I'm right, if I'm wrong, my grade's going to go down either way. You know, yeah. I, I was that was a subject I wanted to talk to you about, and maybe we can talk about that now. What are your opinions on discussing things with your professor? If they say something political that you disagree with, should you or should you not say anything at in, I, in response? I have said something, but I haven't like called my teachers out on it because I feel like none of them would take it, none of them would take it well, and they would dock my grade. Do you seriously believe that they would die? Oh, I know several. I have heard no. I've heard several stories by people who said that they have argued with your teachers, had a perfect paper where they just disagreed on a religious or a political view, and have gotten a terrible grade because Uh of it. And once they've gone to like the principal or something, the principal goes, "This is unacceptable. You can't do this." But I would never argue with a with a teacher about a. like a political or a religious thing because mm-hmm. they will dock your grade depending yeah. on the person. Yeah, mine will. But see, what I do is I've got a, a letter at home that I'm working on for all of my teachers and it's just got everything that I disagree with them on and it's basically hate mail. I'm going to give it to them at the end of the year. I'm just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm not. I have a list and I'm going to present it to my teacher. Like, I would say I would disagree with my professors. Maybe it's just because I have different professors, but in the beginning of my semester, my intro to African-American studies professor started the class by saying, look guys, I want you to disagree with me. Anytime you hear something that I say that makes you upset, tell me. We can talk. I want to hear that. I feel like that's a little bit different because he or she, they encouraged it. Yeah, they opened the door to it. Yeah, right. ours, well at least mine, would not... Be I okay feel like with that. I just yeah. If Any I were to disagree with my psych teacher, I would my grade would suffer. Any of my other professors would have been fine with it. Mm-hmm. I think I wouldn't. Math I wouldn't would dare to argue with some of my professors right. because mm-hmm. I know I would fail immediately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which my, just yeah. stinks. You argue in math class. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think one plus one is two. Let's talk about it. <laughs> My opinion is that I think I you should be able to. You should you, feel you comfortable. And if you oh, do, absolutely. I support you, man. Right. Go for it. But yeah. 
I just don't think it's worth it. It's a fight that you might win, but you won't at win. At what cost? You know, it's just... We've won, but at what cost? Exactly. Kind of like... Uh-huh. Oh, another thing does. about us. We love memes. Who doesn't, though? And yeah. we love... Okay, we love memes. But, like... Dungeons and Dragons. We love, <laughs> love memes. We speak in memes. Yes. So much. Like, we'll say something, Ooh, and if, if we don't have it, then oh, yeah. Oh. Like it be a meme format oh, or yeah, like yeah, a, yeah. an, an oh, image. Yeah. I have oh. a favorite one. Oh, a definitive favorite. My, my favorite meme is that I keep scraping my socks on the car. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that meme. That's one of my least favorite memes. <laughs> if this podcast actually goes on, yeah. that will be a shirt. Oh, yeah. What? My least favorite. Steven Socks. Oh. Steven Socks. Steven Socks on carpet be like, shh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah no. What's your favorite meme? Baby metal. Wait, wait, let me think Baby of some. Metal's not a if anybody mm-hmm. has one, they, they can go. I right have now. one. Yeah, okay, cool. Um, Dat Boy. Here come Dat Boy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That oh. is my favorite meme by far. Mm-hmm. I have several isn't, stickers isn't of it. Is that the frog? Yeah, on, on like, a unicycle. Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, I actually yeah. really like that one. My Dat favorite is, my favorite is Pepe, definitely. Pepe. Pepe's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Pepe solid Pepe meme. No, no, Okay. Haskell used to be really ignorant when it came to memes. Um, but he's recently downloaded Reddit, and he's a little more fluent now, I'd You downloaded say. Reddit. Good job. By the way, if I you don't have Reddit, you're also garbage. And I am garbage. <laughs> I just said I don't have it. <laughs> We're going to have to have a talk once this podcast ahead. turns off. Okay, my favorite meme, it might be lame, but my favorite meme is it's a picture of a mosh pit at Baby Metal. And it says, <laughs> how brutal was the front man of the band who started this mosh pit? And it shows a picture of baby Sue in, like, this pink dress. And she's, like, going like this. And she looks, like, super kawaii. (laughs) And it says, this brutal. It's hilarious. My favorite meme, uh, if you've seen The Incredibles, it's uh, Bob. And he's, like, he's glaring over the table. And his forehead just darkens the rest of his face. And he's just making this angry face. And it's just, like, one of my favorite meme templates. I wish it was bigger for longer. My favorite meme is Doge because... Doge was probably the, the first Doge. first meme that I ever really liked. And wow, such memes. Many templates. Very funny. And I bought a Doge shirt eventually, and it somehow still fits me from years ago. Don't uh, feel bad for mine. <laughs> Except for the Snoopy shirt and the Corner Squad shirt. Yeah, the Corner Squad shirt just doesn't wait, fit. Wait, wait, wait. Like, all my shirts strange. fit me from all the time. Except for the Corner Squad shirt. Well, I the bought mysterious. that one when I was young. I, I, was a, I was wearing mediums, so I got it a size medium. And then I put on about 40 pounds. I went from like 160 to 180, so I just I put on a bit. I just, I got it thinking I would be able it's to fit. It's the neck muscles. It's the neck muscles, really? what can I say? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Wait, I'll should, get a new one. Should, More favorite should we memes. Tell them about the next Haskell? story, next muscle um, original story. That's that's a good idea. I don't know. But maybe not this episode. If, uh, Charles will have to cut this out, but at the moment, <laughs> coronavirus. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you just bleep it out. <laughs> the whole. Uh, I don't know why I would have to. And then Haskell. I don't know. That'd actually be is, a funny bit if Haskell's uh-huh. favorite meme was always bleeped out and it was that's like funny. <laughs> Yo, we guys, never know what Haskell's favorite, favorite is. is. You know, I thought it was really... I still think the coronavirus memes are funny, but it's actually affected me so far. Like, not like I don't have the coronavirus, but uh. I was planning... So, um, Casey is swimming in Ohio, and Casey, it's like your girlfriend. my girlfriend, and it's the biggest meet of the season. She's been training for it for, yeah. like, months. It's it's a huge meet just in general. Like, it's the best in the nation go to this meet. So I was really hoping I could go watch it in Ohio. I was planning on flying there, however... And since the uh, coronavirus is so big, we've actually 
decided not to and a lot of companies are giving refunds back if you want to cancel a flight because of coronavirus it's huge in ohio apparently because there was the arnold classic which is an event bigger than the olympics it's got what? like 250,000 people go to see this event. Wow. It's yeah, there's like powerlifting, world's strongest men competition, bodybuilding, there is classic physique Sorry, which is just down. another body there's just <laughs> a lot of um event, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger hosts it. And since so many people were going to be there and the coronavirus is big at the time or at the moment, um they actually canceled. So people like they cut like 200,000 people are not allowed to go to this event. So they still had the people competing, but there was nobody watching it other than people who were there to set it up. So they, you know, people would still come though anyways, because they want to see it. And if they may have had the coronavirus, they would bring it to Ohio. So it's a little bit big in Ohio right now. Hmm. So we, since I just got over pneumonia and I'm still, my lungs are still compromised. My dad decided it would be better if I didn't risk getting Corona. Yeah. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. probably a good decision, but also a bummer. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean it's meme? not hilarious. <laughs> Steven with pneumonia, <laughs> biggest meme of 2019. <laughs> Steven there... with pneumonia, right? I was going to try to combine coronavirus and pneumonia. Comonia. Comono virus. Comono virus. Komodo dragon. So, Simon, favorite meme? Pepe. Pepe. All right. And Stage, favorite meme? I don't have one. You gotta say one though. Just come up with one that you like, or yeah. one that you've seen that's made you. It doesn't laugh have to be recently. like the pinnacle of meme greatness, but it can like, be just it, like it doesn't have one to be that as good as that boy. It can be that racist meme I made on Snapchat. <laughs> that is honestly, I've had that on my phone for so long. I love it. I love the one that you made, Stephen. I think I saw it on. I'm not Reddit. kidding. Look. The, I pulled up my like, phone and it's, it's right the, there. The child one and it's oh, got the uh-huh. and it's got uwu and it's like <laughs> yeah, yeah, I yeah. love that. <laughs> Look what I drew, uwu. You the child. <laughs> so I'm gonna Patience. make extra work for Charles, and all of these are going in in the uh, show notes. I will attempt to do that, but I'm not every single sure. one of them. He promises they will be there. I, he gives his I word promise, as a vegan wizard. Yes. I promise yeah, to do my them? best. To if he does not do this, he will have to down a blended microwaved hot dog. Disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, it's not meat. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. Well, I think we have to head out pretty have, soon here. I have one last question. We, if we are doing this podcast, are we going to make the Corner Squad memes public? Like your folder of Corner Squad memes no. 2019, Corner Squad memes 2020? Mm, no, not, that not could, necessarily that all get, of them. Uh-huh. I would well, say right, not all relevant, of them, but maybe. Just, yeah. just the ones that we mentioned. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. Okay. That's fine, yeah. I think uh, I look forward to seeing some more memes. I look forward to getting kicked out of my college for saying something about Indians. Yeah, we'll see. I suppose that's... I will not say where I go. I took that picture. I am not Stephen Davis. Uh, my name's Stefan Diggs. You've just ruined college for every Stephen Davis uh, in the nation. <laughs> <laughs> Getting trashed on every social media platform. Stephen Oliver this? Davis? Yes, Oliver. Yes. Oh. Looking at like you, Oliver. Yeah, if Davis. your name is Oliver, you're Gart. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it'll, it'll sort of be like a, a medal of honor to be called garbage by Stephen, uh-huh. I feel like. like yeah, kind of like the just, handshake from that one chef. I don't remember the chef's name, but on like the Great British Bake Show. If he, it's like, no, 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 it's not Gordon Ramsay, but he's like, handshake Good ensues. biscuit. I hated that! <laughs> <laughs> Stephen, like, 
wiggled his finger against my <laughs> oh. wrist and he off out. my hand. <laughs> this, and then you do this right between their tendons. Oh, he's done. <laughs> I hated that. Oh. Wait, right, wait, wait. Let me try. Out? Let me try. All right. Yeah. I think we should. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Say our goodbyes. <laughs> All right, it's it's been a good introduction, it's been a very and good we look forward to seeing oh, you. Oh, this in the is next to my episode. future children who will maybe listen to this podcast. <laughs> I, know. <laughs> wow. I know, I'm obnoxious, and that's okay. You are probably obnoxious too, but I'm just too afraid to say it as your mother. <laughs> okay, that's a great that idea. Note. Quarter Squad signing All off. Right, my firstborn son, stop peeing the batter all over. <laughs> <laughs> to my children. I love you. Wow. Making me look like a bad mom. <laughs> oh, okay. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Just buy it. Nothing to add.